0: Giannis downhill, lands it
1: home! back to the TWSN YouTube channel. I'm your host, Aiden Mayer, and we got a full crew for tonight's Game Changer show. We got Daniel in the building, Caleb Dash, Malik Wright. I've got a baby blue. I'm in my baby blue. Malik's got a fresh cut, and we got Pranav waiting to talk some NBA with us later. We got a little debate lined up. Before we get into it, make sure you guys go subscribe to the TWSN Patreon page. We've got daily picks. We're making people a lot of cash over there. You better get in on that business, Daniel. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, But first, I want to start off with the NFL, specifically the NFL draft. It's that season. It's April. And we want to talk about cornerbacks, specifically Derek Stingley and some of these other guys competing for him in that cornerback one spot. But, Daniel, I want to let you start things off here. Give me the rundown on Derek Stingley and whether or not he's the best cornerback in this year's class
0: to consider him the best i'm gonna i'm gonna hold off on that but he definitely deserves to be in that conversation right the the quick rundown you know is he had a phenomenal year uh, two two years ago right he was the consensus you know top five pick consensus number one cornerback one of the best prospects we've ever seen and then you know covid happened this past year he didn't play as good but to be honest the film doesn't lie right I, i'm not gonna sit up here and say oh because he had a bad year last year he, he sucks no he put out as a true freshman, I believe, one of the best cornerback years we've ever seen. Right? He clamped up Devonte Smith. He was arguably on the LSU team the number one defensive player. He was arguably the best player on that team, besides the wide receivers. But Derek Stingley, right now, the, the reason people are talking about him is because he performed well. He did really well. You know, uh, he ran a four-three in the forty, and he jumped a thirty-eight inch vert. So Stingley's got the athletic traits. But to say he's the number one cornerback, I'm going to say no, because I have Sauce Gardner. Sauce Gardner, the year he put on film this past year, he's a lockdown corner, in my opinion. Not to say that Stingley can't be that, because I think Stingley deserves to be a top 10 pick. But right now, I would say Sauce is a little bit ahead because of the year he put out this year.
1: Caleb, get in on this. What do you you think about the cornerback one debate?
2: Okay, so I'm not going to go as far as Daniel Wynn and saying he's the best player on that LSU team. Uh, two years ago um, but as far as the best corner in this draft I, I truly do want to give him that that title um, seeing him as a freshman and his ability and what he was able to do was honestly unreal he's the best corner in football at 18 years old um, but it's hard to do that when somebody hasn't played in two years it's really hard to give him that and obviously the injury bug is a possible problem um, so I think for me, he's the kind of, he's he's either gonna be really, really good and probably the best corner, or he's gonna be a bust and you're gonna see a lot of injuries and he's never gonna turn out to what exactly he was supposed to. Um, and so I guess for that, I would have to give it to Ahmad Garner um, just because you have his tape from somewhat recently um, and he's got the size, the athletic ability. My only question mark there is who was his competition, I guess, more than anything. Um, So I want to give it to him, but I I can't give him first overall.
1: Yeah, Dash, that's a discussion with Derek Stingley. The 2019 tape was awesome. It was amazing. But since then, he's only played 10 games. The dude hasn't been available. So when you look at Derek Stingley, are you willing to look past that inconsistency of the fact that he hasn't been on the field? Uh, in your, t- the tantalizing ceiling, the ball skills are awesome. He's got the prototypical build, just the flashes are incredible. So are you willing to look past those, you know, injury concerns and put him at that cornerback one slot? I'm absolutely ready to put him
3: past, uh, everybody in that class, right? He's the cornerback one, like period, right? He came out, he showed that during his pro day. He's the best corner. We saw in 2018 or 2019 with Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, that dude was the best corner I've ever seen, right? Like play college football. Okay, this guy's going to come into the NFL. If he stays healthy, he's Revis 2.0. All right? He's Revis 2.0 if he stays healthy. I'm saying that now. I'm saying that loud. You have to
2: right? add if he stays he healthy. He is Revis That's
3: 2.0. So much- but, yeah, okay. I mean, if say injured, that loud sure. if
1: people the back.
3: It's not. He's Revis 2.0, man. It's not. His injuries are not taking away from what his skills are and what his talent is athletically and just he his ball skills. Are
2: skills if you're not on the field.
3: You can't show those skills if you're not on the field, but he did show those skills at a very high level when he was on the field. And so as long as he's on the field, he's my cornerback one.
2: Okay. Fair
3: enough. That, that, it's as simple as that. I'm ready to draft him. I would still be willing to take him with a top 10 pick. I know he's people. teams are worried about it because he, he does have those injury concerns and all. But I, I think, man, that's my guy right there. I'd take him over Ahmad Gardner. I'd take him over any of the other corners in this class. Uh, give me Derek Stingley top 10. I mean, he, we were, people were saying that they are ready to draft him like top three, top five, right? Are we going to let like one injury get in the way of that? I'm not. That That's my guy. So that's how I feel about it.
1: Malik, I know you spoke with Sauce Gardner at the, um, at the con nine, And this is, a, you know, you've talked about Stingley extensively. You have a take and I'm pretty sure I know where you stand, but I want to let you express your thoughts
4: here. I'll start off by saying context matters. Context matters. There were a lot of things that were just said in you know, the last few minutes that were, some were true, some things weren't true, uh, but context does matter. I'll tell you what was true. Derek Stingley in the year of 2019 with that LSU football team, he was playing like one of the best cornerbacks in college football. That is true. What wasn't true was uh, every single time he was healthy, you know, when he got uh, on the football field, he was still playing at that level because he wasn't. Uh, before his injury, he actually was having a down year. He did not look good when he was the primary corner. Uh, but I, the reason why I said context matters, because I want to read you some names really quickly, guys. Patrick Queen. We all know who that is, right? Yes, yes. Okay. Um, Jordan Phillips, right? Yeah. Jacoby Stevens, Grant Delpit, Caleb on Chasen, yeah. Tyler Shelvin, Christian Fulton. That, Those were some of the names that are part of that 2019 LSU defense. So context matters who you played around alongside matters. And it's not like, okay, he had an amazing gear with those guys. And then, um, he kept it going, right. Or he got hurt and we never got to see him on the field without those guys. No, we saw him on the field without those guys. And he did not look the same at all. He didn't look the same. He was getting beat. He looked sluggish. He just didn't look the same. You could test great all you want, but, um, you testing great does not, you know, pretty much turn a blind eye to what I saw when you were on the field without those guys. You just did not look like a top five pick, but it seems like everyone and their mother are uh, living off of the 2019 LSU football season. Well, if we're living off that, then Grant Delpit, right? Well, along with those same guys, should be looked at as one of the best safeties in the NFL. But he hasn't shown that fourth. Now, it has been injuries and things that he's dealt with, so no. Um, I don't think that Derek Stingley has proven that he's a top five pick. I don't care how great of a performance he had at the pro day film does not lie. Right. You were great around great players at LSU. You were great when you had Grant Delpit, you know, as it was one of your safeties and Jacoby Stevens is one of your safeties. And Patrick, you know, and, and, and the ridiculous amount of um and, and the ridiculous amount of talent that, that the LSU defense had on the defensive line with Caleb on chase and so on and so forth. But the fact of the matter is he has not proven himself since that 2019 season. So is he just a, as Pranav would say, right? I got I to gotta mention Pranav because Pranav's my guy. Is he just a merchant of that uh, 2019 LSU defense, or is he really the real deal? From what I've seen so far from Derek Stingley, he's not the real deal. I'm just being real with you. Uh, Yeah, I spoke to him at the Combine. Yes, he sounded confident. Yes, he said all the right things. Yes. But what would what, what, what did you expect him to say? Did you expect him to go out there and say, no, I'm not the best cornerback in college football? No, I'm not this, that, and third, even though I haven't stayed healthy? No, right? I'm not here trying to bash the guy. He certainly deserves to be drafted first round, probably. But where everyone else is ranking him, absolutely not. I think it's absolutely ridiculous. And again, um, you know how we usually say recency bias? This isn't the case of recency bias. This is the case of um, past bias, I would say, because – we 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 all keep talking about that twenty nineteen LSU season. Well, what about the years after that, guys? That's all I got to say about that. No, Derek Derek uh, Stingley is not the number one cornerback in this draft class. It should be Sauce Gardner, but there are questions around Sauce Gardner too in terms of the competition, level competition he's played. But here's what I can say about Sauce: It don't matter who was who who he's playing next to, right? You can only play you can only play who is uh, who, who you're lined up against. You can only play who you're lined up against, and. The fact of the matter is, the the, the people that Sauce Gardner lined up against, he shut out. He played at an at an elite level, right? That's what I can say. So, with that being said, guys, yeah, you guys can drink the Kool Aid when it comes to Sauce Gardner. I'm not doing it though. So, I'm not Sauce Garner. I'm Derek Stingley. I'm not. Doing it.
2: <laughs> My question to you, Malik, is: It sounded like he's not even your number two quarterback coming off. Uh,
4: that's, tough. that's tough, man. That that's really tough. I I I think that. I've never, I don't ever say this about too many players, and because I, I, I believe that, you know, I, I think players should, you know, should definitely get drafted. Obviously, I don't want to mess with people's money. I'm not saying what, what, what I have to say goes, but I don't think I, I, I think if Derek Stingley fell in the draft, it's justified. To be honest with you, I think it's justified. He hasn't shown forth anything since the 2019 season. and He's been, and when he was healthy and when he was on the field, he didn't look good, and then he got hurt. I'm sorry, I don't care that you ran a 437 at your pro day. I don't care. All right, some people talk themselves off the ledge when it comes to, to comes to some of these guys. I've seen great. I've seen tons of guys do 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 amazing at pro days and combines and stuff like that. John Ross, so on and so forth. And then mm-hmm. everybody forgets, you know, what happened in between. I'm I'm not one of those people. I judge, I judge um, based off of what the film says. I, I also, I mean, I, I do take into account your pro day. But if you can ball, you can ball right? Do I think Derek Stingley can play? Do I think he has a place in the national football? Yes. But is he the number one cornerback in this draft? Absolutely not.
1: My cornerback number one, I'll hop in this before we uh, switch topics here. Sauce Gardner is my CB one. And in terms of quarterback number two, I think Trent McDuffie is in the conversation. And I know we, we kind of want to just focus on Derek Stingley here, but McDuffie outside of a lack of length, that dude is extremely versatile. He's basically a surefire bet to be a really good NFL player. I, I love the kid. Hey. So it, it eight, abs- I mean, Derek singley
4: has got competition hey i mean or we, we, we can't forget guys like kobe bryant right they're yeah. like they, we we can't Kyrie elam we can't Oh yeah, order, sure. Like, everybody's but like, but Trent wow.
1: McDuffie, I love Trent no, McDuffie. No, no, no,
4: I'm not, I'm not, I'm not dissing Trent McDuffie. I'm simply saying everyone is is mesmerized by the fact that sauce that uh I keep saying Sauce Gardner. Everyone's mesmerized by the fact that Derek Sili ran a four two seven at his pro day, and they're yeah. they're ready to just throw everything out the window. But before the combine, people were saying Derek Sili might fall all the way to the back end of the first round. Right. Everyone lets us these let's these these pro days and these and these measurements and how you perform, gas them up. Number one, he you know I, I don't know for me. I, I'm just not buying it, man. I'm just not buying it. I, I I think that there is some real concern when it comes to Derek Stingley, man. I think he was a benefit to that amazing LSU defense. I do. And that LSU defense wasn't even that amazing. Like, they weren't even that great. They weren't amazing, but they were a very good defense in college football terms. Yes, they were.
1: So I do want to move on here to our next NFL topic, and that's the Bobby Wagner signing. the, the Rams, the rich get richer. This is your Super Bowl champions. They grab Bobby Wagner on a five year, fifty million deal worth up to sixty five mil in incentives. I know some people thought that was an overpay, uh, but Caleb, I'll let you uh, get your thoughts
4: in first. Was it an overpay? Go ahead, Malik. Boo! Tomato, 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 tomato. Throwing tomatoes, right? Isn't that one of those videos that's going viral right now, or was going viral at the time? come on now the dude's like what 30 something years old i mean cool bobby wagner was a great linebacker in the national football league what three years ago um um, I, i does he take the does he does he a needle mover for me no, I mean like, but the rich get richer. Like you said, it's, it's all about the name, but that's all that's, that's that's everything with LA, right? That's yeah. with the Los Angeles Lakers. That's what everything that LA is all about, grabbing the flashy names and all this stuff like that. And it has always worked out, right? The fact of the matter is they got guys like Jalen Ramsey. They got all these different pieces and stuff like that, Aaron Donald, and you just expect them to be overly dominant. And that's just not the case. Is Bobby Wagner still capable in the National Football League? Yes. Is he still a star in the National Football League? Yes. But if you think you're getting Seattle Seahawks, uh, Legion of Boom, uh, Bobby Wagner, tomato, 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 boo, throwing tomatoes, it's not happening. The dude's old. Thank you. Because I
1: looked I looked at the film, right? To me, he looked worse last season than he has in years past. Bobby Wagner, good NFL player. They have a need at linebacker, but he's not in his prime anymore. As Malik said, he's older. You're paying him on a five-year deal. I, I just – I didn't like the signing. I thought it was an overpay. But, again, Caleb, I want to let you hop in here.
2: Yeah. Um, I mean, I agree with you guys. I, I think what they got in Bobby Wagner is a, a depreciating asset. Um, yep. it's, it's somebody who's slowly going to go downhill. Um, and, and as far as the rich get richer, I actually – uh, somebody tweeted out. Um, so it was a list of who they've all lost. in yeah. Free agency with Vaughn Miller, Darius Williams, Robert Woods, Andrew Whitworth retired, um, uh, Austin Cobert. Like there's the list goes on. Um, so to add just Alan Robinson and Bobby Wagner, to that list doesn't necessarily, it, it doesn't make them much better of a team than they were before free agency. If anything, I think they might've got a little worse. Um, so, for a needle mover, I, I guess, sure, you needed a middle linebacker, but I, I don't think it makes them significantly better.
1: Uh, Daniel, Dash, do you guys have any other thoughts? No. Yeah.
2: I, uh, go ahead, Daniel. No, you,
0: you're good, Dash. I ain't got it.
3: Okay. Um, I mean, no, I, I think you – the strength of that team was their defensive line last year. Um, like, their defensive line was dominant. We saw it in the Super Bowl, um, making the key stop at the end of the game. But, I mean, you lose Sebastian Joseph Day. You lose Von Miller off the edge. Yeah, okay, you're adding Bobby Wagner, but you guys won a Super Bowl with not great linebackers, right? Like, yes, he's a good player. Yes, he's a former All-Pro. Will he be an All-Pro again? No. Like, like Chase Oliver said here in the in the chat, right? Man, if this is 2018, like, this is an awesome play. This is an awesome move, and you're super excited. But it's not. It's 2022. We're going to be in the 2022-2023 season, and to me – Bobby Wagner signing him for as long as they did it's just that's just not a good idea, man. It's not it's not a good idea. Yeah, okay, you, you spite the Seahawks a little bit, but does it help you win? Like, I don't I don't know. I think I'd rather have that money elsewhere, fill some other holes, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I
1: I can't disagree. Again, it was an overpay. They would have been better off spending that money in other places. But I think it's time we switch over to the NBA. And with that means drum roll, ladies and gentlemen. I hate he doesn't, deserve, he doesn't deserve no drama. Oh, <laughs> sorry, but Brunoff, don't look at me. That, that's, that's, that was Malik. I, I didn't say anything bad. What is up, Brunoff?
5: What's good, everyone? How are you guys doing today?
1: Been amazing. Good. Anyway, cool. so our first NBA topic, we got a couple. We got a couple with the playoffs looming and everything. But before we talk about playoff teams, we're talking to a team that, that is eliminated from the playoffs. They had probably the most disappointing season out of any NBA team the Los Angeles Lakers. We don't want to talk about the future of LeBron, the future of Russell Westbrook, the future of the entire team. Because let's be honest, no one is safe on that Lakers roster after the season they just had. Uh, but uh, Malik, I want you to kick this one off. Go ahead. Or or if you want to hear what we'll do. You know, we'll let our uh, special guest go first. No, like. I'll,
4: I'll kick it off. Okay. I'll kick it off, right. actually. I'll kick it off because I want to apologize. <laughs> I want to apologize. In the beginning of the season, i um, I fell into that trap of Russell Westbrook. I fell into that trap of DeAndre Jordan and LeBron James and Anthony Davis, the softest big man in the league, by the way. Let me say that again. The softest big man in the league. Um, I fell into that trap and I thought they'd run away with it. And against the advice of other people, um, like Pranav, who was very – uh. Adamant, it wouldn't work. And I know it's one of his, probably his only victory against me. Uh, I I said that LeBron James and the Los Angeles Lakers would win the NBA championship this year. Now they're not even in the play-in tournament, let alone the playoffs, obviously. So that makes my claim false. That makes me wrong. I'm a man of my word, Pranav. I wanted to invite you on the show to apologize to you for not listening to you you were wrong i mean i was wrong you were right sorry i'm used to i'm used He's to i used to say i'm used to saying you were wrong uh you were right um that being said it's not over for lebron yet it's not over for lebron yet it's not i know a lot of people think that they're ready to write them off, and they think that LeBron James is going to ride off into the sunset with the Los Angeles Lakers and sign a two-year extension with them when it, when the time comes. And I'm here to tell you right now that's not going to happen. If you follow LeBron, one thing I, I've been told, I've been called many names in the past, right? I've been called a LeBron lover. I've been called a Bron-sexual. <laughs> uh, I've been called many names in the past by several people. Um, some things might be true. Uh, I, I am a big fan of LeBron James. I, 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 I. He is one of my favorite basketball players in the National Basketball Association. It's funny because I didn't growing up, I didn't even like LeBron James, but I can appreciate talent. I, uh, I'm a firm believer you should appreciate greatness while you have it here. I don't think LeBron James is going to be on the Los Angeles Lakers next year, though. Let me say that again. I don't think. LeBron James is going to be in the Los Angeles Lakers next year. The fact of the matter is, we can all agree. I think all of us knew it. Pranav obviously has to be the smartest person out of everyone here when it comes to the National Basketball Association because he said Russell Westbrook and LeBron James wouldn't work. I was on a show with a lot of you guys who said that. Guess what? It would work. And we were wrong. We were all wrong. I might be the only one that's going to say up here and say I'm wrong. But Pranav sat up here and he said from the get-go, never changed his tune, he said it would not work. Um, For that reason, I think LeBron understands it's not going to work in L.A. Right, this reminds me a lot of how LeBron was when he was when he before he left uh, Cleveland. Or uh, Miami. he was very non-committal, walking out, blowing. This 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 one seems a little bit more. He seems to like a little more pissed, right? Because the fact of the matter is, if this Lakers team decides to quote unquote stay together, I know Le, uh, Russell Westbrook said in an interview, oh, "My plan is to run it back, run it back where? Run it back where? Run what back?" Oh, run! Run back! What happened this season? Run it! Run! Run back! You chucking up threes and airballing, barely hitting the rim. I mean, I just don't see LeBron James and the and, and the um, uh, LeBron James, you know, wanting to stay on for another year of that. And I have a hard time thinking Genie Bus and Rob Palenka, who will be the GM there next year. Um, yeah, I have a hard time believing that they'll stay on. They'll stay on with that as well. Um, I think LeBron's going to subtly, quietly force his way out of L.A. And I'll let Pranav talk. Because then we could talk about some destinations. Yes.
5: Chase, Um, I, I would disagree with your comment. I mean, LeBron, LeBron himself brought the spark and the impact on the court. The supporting cast, which you could blame that LeBron created to an extent with the approval of the Russell Westbrook trade. But on the court, he did bring the impact. And it's shown, I mean, if you just watch him play, I mean, you saw what he did this year. So, I mean, I'll start off there. As for what I think LeBron will do, I think LeBron will be on the Lakers next season. And I think mm-hmm. he kind of planned it out to the point where he, Bronny's going to be a senior in high school next season. He's committed to Sierra Canyon. He's going to play out his high school career. LeBron is an re- unrestricted free agent at the end of next year. He's going to play out through Bronny's senior year of high school. And then he's going to weigh his options next summer.
4: not he- no, 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 no. That's not going to happen. Why not? That's not going to happen. Why not? That's not gonna. You think LeBron James is in the business of just stat padding right now? He's only doing that because this is a damn lost season. LeBron James is not staying on the Cleveland on the Los Angeles Lakers for another year. I don't care if I don't care that that Bronny is playing at a school close by. He's not going to do it. You think LeBron LeBron is, is helping on getting rings? So you think LeBron's going to because the Lakers are not going to compete next year?
5: They're not. They're not. Yes, they're not. They're not. So so, so so
4: so what is the enticing? what is what's enticing for LeBron to stay on another year?
5: The fact that he's in Los Angeles and the fact that's not that- enticing enough, he wants rings. He wants, he wants rings, rings, but how are you going to get rid of him off LA? Uh, you you talk about he's, what? he's
4: LeBron James, the he most is LeBron James. In the he National is LeBron James, League. but
5: what does he wants out? He's going to force he, his
4: way out.
5: He is LeBron James, but what destinations is he going to go to where they're going to trade for him and they're going the to go
4: right away? The Cleveland Cavaliers. The Cleveland Colin, Cavaliers. Sexton, we'll Colin, Sexton, Colin Sexton. Up. Colin Sexton. You're not gonna Sexton get you're out. not gonna get LeBron for Colin, Colin Sexton, Sexton, Sexton coming already up to You're not gonna
5: get LeBron for
4: Colin Sexton. Okay, coming well, well, with extra picks, with extra picks though. With extra <laughs> picks, you gotta realize and that's not gonna be enough got, for I mean, LeBron. Let me ask you a question. Do you think LeBron James at this point in his career? Yes. Do you think money is a priority for him? Because he's already said it's not. It's not. It's not a. Mo- right. It's not a, so It's LeBron, not about the money, but it's about the team's compensating the, the Lakers enough. It's about what, the legacy. He's going to be 39, thirty-nine
5: years old next year. What team is he going to go to where they're going to? Okay, what team is he going to go to where they're going to put all the chips on the table and they're going to trade for LeBron James, right? It's a,
4: it's a, it's LeBron James. So they're obviously, the they're going to put all the chips
5: on the table, but it's going to be a similar situation where they're going to trade for him. Um And then they're not going to have enough assets to do anything else to surround him. Well, if you already have a
4: team, listen, LeBron needs to go somewhere where he doesn't necessarily have to be the focal point anymore, but he can still obviously be game-changing in that way. Let me tell you why the Cavaliers are a perfect destination, in my opinion. Can I I explain that? Yes. Can I say that? Okay. The, the, The Cavaliers are a perfect destination for me, in my opinion, because I feel like outside of... I mean, Evan Mobley. I mean, Jared Allen's the center there. Who else is there? Other big man? Darius Garland? I said other big man. The Uh glory Markinen? I mean, the fact of the matter is, I mean, can Darius Garland play off the ball? Sure. I think think he can. I think he can. I think if you get LeBron there, you kind of kill two birds with one stone. You get a big man. He also gets one who could run the point guard. And Darius Garland could just shift right over to shooting guard. And you got, you know, I think that makes a lot of sense personally. I think it does.
5: My question is he can wait like, like I you're talking oh, about, you act
4: like he's 27. You act like he's 28. There's no waiting. He needs to get a ring. But if he, goes that Cavs, is wrong.
5: if he goes to the Cavs and if he waits another summer, he could go to the Cavs and they're going to have a fully loaded roster with, no. they could probably sign sex. LeBron can sign for cheaper instead of them taking on his $44 million cap hit and then having to trade a bunch of picks because they're a young team. They're not just going to sell out for okay. the two year window of LeBron. We- where there are, okay. there's other great teams in the league okay. right now.
4: All right. Okay. Regardless, LeBron James is not going to be on the Cleveland Cavaliers. I'm on the on the Los Angeles Lakers. $20 Royce. $20 Royce. <laughs>
2: Let's, Let's
4: do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm fine with it. On opening 20, night. On opening night, will he or will he not be on the He will not be a Laker. Okay. LeBron James is going to force his way out. He's going to get traded this offseason. Okay. Caleb, what do you think? Because I know you follow the Lakers closely you sort of know what you so I want to I want to get to i have sort of took it over the the host role for a second I apologize Aiden but uh I want I want to definitely get to Caleb and I want to get to you Aiden and stuff like that uh let's let's let's, let's hear you from you Caleb
2: so I, I I don't think he should be I think if he wants to win titles I'm on that point of view if he wants to win titles he can't be on the Lakers anymore he has to move on and he has to force that trade and
4: people think – I think people think LeBron is a – sorry to cut you off. This uh, That's just how I, I, how I am when we're talking about this. I just don't – I think people think LeBron James is above getting traded or LeBron James is above forcing his way out. No, I, I don't think he is. I think LeBron – I think – listen, we've seen things that we have not seen happen with LeBron James this past few years, right? We've never seen a LeBron James team get bounced in the first round. It happened last year. We've never seen a LeBron James team, you know, let alone, like, you know, be in this volatile state like they are right now but we're seeing it firsthand him basically walking out on the team several times, like expect the unexpected. Cause I think LeBron James for the first time in his career is going to get traded this offseason. I really do.
2: Right. My biggest question mark kind of to touch on what Pranav said is like, mm-hmm. what are the Lakers asking price going to be? What are they going to be willing to take for LeBron James? And, and I could see it being outrageous and no. And, team it, and, to it, do and, it,
4: and it might be, and it might be, but listen, the Lakers don't hold the cards as much as they think they do. Let me explain right. to you why. Mm-hmm. A disgruntled LeBron James, you don't want. It's bad for business. It's bad. It's bad for basketball. And I think a disgruntled LeBron, because you're not going to be able to trade Russ. You're not going to be able to trade Russ. You're not. Nobody's taking on that contract.
2: And Russ and AD, they played well together when they were on the court. If you I mean, guess. sure.
4: If that's what's going to get the Lakers over, over, over top, sure. They can go with that. What I'm, I'm the saying game, is
2: it's going to win a title, but...
4: Oh, no, 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 no. And I think LeBron is above that. Listen, LeBron tried to make the thing happen happen with AD. AD showed that he was unreliable. AD is getting hurt. AD gets a paper cut. He's out for two months. The fact of the matter is he's the softest big man in the league. LeBron James, needs an actual taxing partner or a solidified team around him to where they can actually make magic happen. James, I love your comment. A, Le- a pissed LeBron, he will do whatever he can to get out. I think LeBron James is going to force. Um, Le- Russ is on an expiring deal. Someone will take that deal. You think somebody gonna take no, that? no. That's the, the, only,
5: the only team I could see taking Russ's deal is sadly my thunder. Um, <laughs> and, and the that, that will, the, the thing with Russ is he's on an expiring deal. It's gonna take multiple first-round picks to trade away Russ. Like yes. the Rams had to trade away picks to get off of Goff's contract.
4: It's gonna be something similar to that. It's that bad. It's but really Matt is bad. a Lakers fan. Matt is a Lakers fan, so he's delusional and he thinks in his mind that it's all going to work out for the better. And it's not, I'm here to tell you right now, i I have followed LeBron his entire career. I've seen these tea leaves happen before. i I know, listen, and Matt, I told you this when we spoke on the phone a few weeks back, I said, listen, I said, LeBron's done. Oh, no, I don't, I don't think so. I'm t- I said, I told you, Matt, I'm telling you LeBron is done. He's checked out. He's going to force himself out of LA. Take it from someone who has followed him from coast to coast, place to place. Let me tell you right now, he is out. He is out. He is going to force his way out of Los Angeles. He's so classy, he's not going to ever come out in public and say, I want a trade. But guess what? If you're reading the tea leaves, if you followed him in Cleveland, you should know um, you should know that, that that's what's going to happen. And Matt, to your point, whatever it helps t- t- takes to help the Lakers, not LeBron. Understand, no team is going to trade with LeBron knowing he's not going to play for them. So again, let me ask you. Who controls the chips? LeBron.
0: LeBron. It's him. Yeah.
4: He's not going to get. You're not going to be like I, the, the Magic could come and say we're offering five first round picks for LeBron James, Cole Anthony, and Jalen Suggs, or whoever the hell. And that's still probably not enough, but whatever. They could offer that. LeBron's not going to play for the Orlando Magic. Well, yeah, I have there, a
5: sleeper right? team. I have a sleeper team in a possible yeah. trade that hasn't yeah. been brought up at all in any yeah. rumor. This is just me. You could say spitballing, but. The team that has the most draft picks this upcoming year, the team that's second in cap space, and they have the second-best record in the NBA right now, why not LeBron to the Memphis Grizzlies?
4: Why not? I would love that. I'd love that. Anything it takes to LeBron to get six. Anything. Tell your you sure. Anything. What about With this? But
5: here, here's my question. Why, no. I'd love that. <laughs> though, like, LeBron can request a trade in silence, but the Lakers could keep him until next year's deadline if they really wanted to. LeBron's mm. not getting
4: traded midseason. That's not happening. That's not happening. That's yeah. just not happening. LeBron James listen I think it's very known between Jeannie Buss and Rob Palenka that LeBron wants out I think it's very known and if if you don't think it's known you haven't been paying close enough attention the dude has checked out the dude has said things like when it rains it pours Uh, it is what it is go watch LeBron with the Cleveland Cavaliers on his way out the answers are strikingly similar the only difference is he was a free agent. This time around, LeBron's upset, walking out. He's not hes not hiding it, guys. He's walking out yeah. on games. He's the superstar. It's his team. He's walking out before games are over, before zero's at the clock. They lose. He's not even shaking hands with the other team. He's walking straight to the back. He don't care. He's out. He's checked out. He won the He owes Los Angeles nothing. Lakers fans. True. The this most toxic fan base in the National Basketball Association. Because some people think I'm tied to you guys. I'm not. LeBron owes you nothing. He brought you a championship. He played his heart out for you. A.D. did not hold up his end of the bargain. This conversation would not be happening if Anthony Davis, who LeBron tried to give the team to and tried to say it's your team, could have stayed healthy. Sure, ankle injuries happen, but I'm sorry. I have a hard time believing that Anthony Davis, who who injured his ankle, right? LeBron James, who injured his same ankle at 37 years old, was able to come back and play hard. But listen. Anthony Davis injuring his ankle, then missing 18 straight games. Then when you're in a do or die situation, you come in and you drop 20 your first game back. I'm sorry. I have a hard time believing you were actually hurt all that time. I just do. I think you're soft. And I think, I think you didn't hold up your end of the bargain and you probably will never see this, but I think Anthony Davis is the softest big man in the national basketball association. I think, it, I think the one thing Anthony Davis got going for him is he teamed up with LeBron and he got his championship, but that's about it. You will never do anything else in the national basketball League. Uh, Dash, what is your thoughts?
3: I think he goes to uh, the Hornets, or I'm talking AD here. I think AD goes to the Hornets, teams up with LaMelo Ball. Uh, my dog is whining. I'm uh, sorry. But uh, then I think for LeBron, you got, like, a couple options. I think he's not called the GM for no reason, right? That's not one of his nicknames for no reason. He does what he wants in the NBA. He goes where he wants. So I think that the Cavaliers are a very likely option. Um, I mean, I don't know. I Call me crazy, but the Warriors, isn't the, like, is isn't the most out of picture thing that I like in my mind I think like you trade clay you trade some picks you get Jordan Poole has been going off this year uh some some guys like that give the Lakers a good foundation for a rebuild um and LeBron James goes and sets himself up
5: goes and sets himself up for six so I want to I, 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 I want to address Matt's off. comment because he's absolutely right LeBron's yeah. only a small part of Lakers history and albeit. I mean LeBron can be mad all he wants right now, but who who are all the moves this offseason catered towards? He sure, signed off on every okay. single one we of them. We know
4: that. We know that already. What are we what are we, why are we still beating a dead horse? We know that already.
5: So well, why the is he what's right. he
4: mad about? He should be mad at himself. What do you okay? Listen, let me tell you why he's mad. Let me tell you why he's mad. Who could have predicted? I mean, outside of Pranav, the great Pranav Stradamus, whatever you want to call him. Uh <laughs> Nav Stradamus, right? But who would have thought, a, uh, a you know, a Russell Westbrook would play this horrible? This uh, horrible. Should I, should I
5: check myself out?
4: You probably – no, you didn't think he was going to play this horrible. You probably thought he was going to be – bad. who would have thought AD would be this injured? How many games has AD played this year? How many games has AD played this year?
2: And it, even if he is mad, like, do you expect him just to sit there and just be mad for another season? The just- fact of the
4: matter is a 37-year-old is still carrying your organization. A 37-year-old anthony davis is the youngest piece out of him and russ and he can't stay healthy a 37 year old that's like me carrying the sh- i'm joking i'm kidding but, uh, but but no seriously like what do we how do you expect him to act how do you expect him to be pissed he mortgages his entire he, should, he be should be pissed. Yes, but a the Lakers, old, the Lakers did. Thirty-seven-year-old LeBron James I, thought.
5: I, I don't understand how this is a Lakers management problem because they did. What everything you mean? He asked for
4: it. LeBron? Just suggests things all he wants. He's still the players because guess what? But guess what? If you say otherwise, right? If you say otherwise, you're you're literally agreeing with what I'm saying. He is the most powerful player, of course, of in course. basketball. So and guess what? Those if moves- the most powerful, if the most powerful basketball player in the association could be so great and force all these great moves and get Russell Westbrook and Trevor Ariza and Carmelo what makes you think he won't force his way out
5: <laughs> Oh I just think he'll stay in LA Trust
4: No himself. and I don't think he'll stay in LA I think I think you think cuz listen LeBron understands like he said on his on his uh sh- on the shop whatever show he said he got he, he's closer to the end than he is you know to you know obviously having more years to play in the national uh, basketball league So if he obviously has knows that he makes it very clear rings are his priority. He wants to compete. He wants a championship. LeBron James is not going to waste away a year in Los Angeles for people like Matt. <laughs> He's not going to do it.
1: <laughs> oh, wow.
4: He's not going to do it. He wants out. He's going to get out. LA is a toxic place anyway. So uh,
0: real, real quick, no one's brought up the heat. No one's brought up the Miami Heat, and 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 uh, I'm sorry, I, I think that they could they can make a package with Hero, Duncan Robinson, first round picks, maybe throw Butler in there, and to be honest, I see he's got Pat Riley still there, he still has Eric Spoelstra, he's lived in Miami before. Miami's a great destination. The, I, I'm pretty sure they have no tax. Why why not Miami? Like I'm I'm just that's down. not
5: giving him the best opportunity to win a championship right now.
0: I, I disagree with like, because with, if you're
5: yeah. trading away, if you're trading away here, the Miami heat's calling card is that they're one of the best shooting teams in the NBA. And then you trade away their best perimeter creator currently on the roster in Tyler hero, their second best defender and Jimmy Butler who would, I mean, you can't pair Jimmy and LeBron because of contracts, but like, yeah. and, and then, but like, ideally in a perfect world that's what the goal would be but trading him away seems counterintuitive to that and then you also trade away duncan robinson and i know he's having a down year but he's still like you expect him to be one of the better shooters in the league and then now you're having lebron in a situation where it's just him and bam and then you're going to have the same problem arise where you're trying to fill out the rest of the roster with mid or to bad role
0: players and then it's it's not going to end well I, I think that's a better option than w- what he's with right now, and and, and I, I don't see a world where LeBron, how he is right now, it's he wants out. I don't see him coming back for another year, as we already talked about. So, and I, I just think it's a good destination. It's, uh, it, I think it's up there with the Cleveland Cavaliers and with every other possibility. Dash, did you give your take yet? Yeah, yeah, I did.
4: Um, Ada, I want to hear from you.
0: Yeah. So.
1: Where I stand right now, is if I had to put put a little money on it, I would say side so with
4: Malik and, little um, Rhodes Brothers, right little Rhodes Brothers uh check on it. What? I said a little Rhodes Brothers check on oh, it. Oh
1: yeah, right, right. <laughs> uh, but, sorry that got me off guard. But <laughs> that was a good one, Malik. But no, I think LeBron showed all the signs, like Malik said, that he is he's out, he's checked out, he's done, and he has the power to force his way out of LA. And I think at this point. I know people say, yeah, he's classy and all that. He'll just do it behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. I did want to address a comment about Anthony Davis. Uh, James said your 11 year old son, Mason, said Anthony Davis for a first round pick. I like that he's working the trade machine with AD because there's definitely a possible trade there. Uh, probably a little bit more than the first round pick, though, even though he is the softest big man in the league, yes. according to some of our guys here,
4: which has some validity to it. I won't lie. Uh, and How then was in, he not? in regard, what? How is he not? People used to say Cat was. Right. Cat shows up. Cat, you know, yeah, that was cat Cat is a primary scorer for his team. I, I, Anthony Davis, I'm sorry. I just, you, you, you run the risk every single game Anthony Davis plays. You know, he's going to get nicked up. It's going to be something, something that we don't even see. Anthony Davis could land wrong, it could be the weirdest thing. And he's out, he's done so. So, I mean, like, is he, is he dominant when he's in the game? Absolutely. Is he, is he, is he uh, a dog when he's in the game? Absolutely. Does he make game changing plays? Absolutely. The fact of the matter is you the best ability is availability. I, I don't I don't know why it's so hard for people to understand that. I'm not disrespecting the talent that Anthony Davis is. I just think that there's a serious problem that um, he can't stay on, the, stay on the court. And I know there, there's people talking about his diet and things of that nature and things, how he doesn't necessarily take care of himself. And th- I, I, correct me if I'm wrong, was this a problem when he was with the Pelicans now?
5: Um, I mean, he had a couple of injuries in 2019. Um, but pre
4: 2019, it wasn't that great of a problem as it is with the Lakers now. Yeah, I mean, this is just bad, man. I, I just, I, I mean, I would have never, I could have never thought of this. But, Aid, where do you see him going? Where, where is a spot, a destination for you, where you're like, you know what? This is a team I could realistically. I love the, that not throughout the Grizzlies. I like the Miami Heat scenario, but I think LeBron would want to go somewhere because well, the way I visualize it happening, guys, is. I think that the Lakers are going to be like, you know what, LeBron? Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll work what you want to trade. I'll allow you to start talking with teams to try to facilitate something a lot like, um, you know, w- w- that with things that have happened in the past as well. I think that it could be a certain, definitely a scenario where LeBron James can start courting his services to certain teams and talking to certain players on the team and just gauging the interest of him potentially joining them and then seeing what a trade package would look like at that point. But I don't think that's gonna be a thing where LeBron James is left in the dark. He's no, he's not Chetty Osman, right? He's not he's not somebody that could just easily get traded without them there then giving them giving him without him giving his blessing. So yeah, I, I don't know. But hey sorry I went long. Where do you see him going?
1: Very no, fine. Um it's gotta be a contender. And i I've, I've heard Steph Curry when he said he really wants to play with Steph and the Warriors that one to me is interesting because the Warriors actually probably have the assets to do it. Jordan Poole is fantastic. They've got some young players like that. They still got some draft capital come up coming up that they could move. But I just I man, this is the reason I have trouble with this is because we haven't seen a situation like this very often in the NBA, where you have a player of LeBron's magnitude who holds most more leverage than the team themselves in the Los Angeles Lakers. I hate to say it, but LeBron, the player, has more leverage than the Lakers here it's it, that's what kind of makes it tough because this isn't just any sort of like any day trade this is actually kind of free agency in a way mm-hmm. who's going to bid the most for lebron where does lebron want to go i heard the memphis grizzlies were mentioned that one i don't know if i see it happening but it's i don't see it happening
5: team. but it, it's a nice
1: fit yeah. Sweeper team nice fit like you said Pranav. that team has been fantastic this year they're really young they're fun full of energy and i think that's something lebron wants to do you can combine having fun with winning a title potentially i think that's so enticing to so lebron james and as uh prav you said they have the most draft capital coming up this season they have the assets. and they have the
5: second most cap space to take on his contract
1: take on his contract and they already have young players they have loads of young talent on the roster so they have the assets to pull that off and then i guess i'll end it off with russell westbrook's contract he's got that 47 million dollar playoff op- player option he won't turn that down he won't uh Golden State. I, again, they still have some assets. I could. I don't want to say I could see it because it seems so unrealistic. But LeBron gets what he wants, and if he wants to play with Steph Curry, I I legitimately think that. Steph's
4: not going Steph obviously ain't leaving, right? But Tommy, so I mean, like, <laughs> what up? What'd he do? <laughs> <laughs> what I'm here for it. Like? <laughs> I'm here for it. Y'all might not. But I'm here for it. I got an. I got a team for y'all. I have a team for y'all. And you guys heard me. If you guys follow me on Twitter at Right Report. A.K.A. Verify, right? Um, you is may it Portland? have seen
5: this. Is it Portland?
4: <laughs> I got a weird team for you guys.
5: Mm. We a like weird.
4: ass team. You guys ready for it? Yeah. Why are you shaking your head, Bruno?
5: I know who it is. I know who it is.
4: The Toronto Raptors. That is weird. That is weird. They have a team right now that can win. They have a team right now that can win that needs a star, but if he goes to Toronto, he doesn't have to necessarily be the main focal point. You name me a team right now, right, from a depth perspective, defense and offense, that can yeah. score better than the Toronto Raptors.
5: The Wait, just in the NBA?
4: Uh, no, we're not doing that because you're going to say the Memphis Grizzlies, but listen to <laughs> what I'm saying. Yes. What I'm talking about that does not have a star. <laughs> the Memphis Grizzlies already got a star. They got John Morant. I'm talking about that does not have a oh, super okay. star.
5: Scotty Barnes will be him like eventually
4: eventually yeah. but you give it what or, wait you said, nah. like, you said Scotty Barnes would what what did you say Scotty Barnes will be that guy oh you just said he will be him i'm like well i thought you're saying like lebron james now no no, um, no no but think about lebron in toronto just think about that think about it for for a second lebronto see
0: like, here's the
4: thing here's the okay. thing
5: like it, it's it's weird because i think the only small market lebron's like even considering, like Memphis is a great fit, but I don't think he's mm-hmm. going to consider Memphis. Like I if think LeBron the Mar- to Toronto. Yeah, he. I don't. He he you Atlanta. Atlanta. It's coming. Let, let me let me
4: tell you let me tell you why it you makes. Think sense. LeBron wants to cross. He wants to cross oh, Yeah, I don't think he LeBron. would mind. Let me tell you why. LeBron. LeBron would have the key to the country. Let's start there. He would have the key to the country. One of his best friends happens to have a suite. Inside Toronto, and we probably one of the biggest, uh, you know, guys to get him there. And Drake,
2: mm-hmm. what assets do you see them giving up? Drake? They have, oh, they have a
0: lot, though. They, they have, have a lot,
1: lot of depth. They do.
0: Oh, gee, they have a uh, lot they
1: could give up. And, Malik and still he has the entire country that's an untapped market for LeBron.
4: And guess what? They would all be anti Kawhi, right? And 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 and, and, and pro LeBron because of the way. LeBron, uh, because of the way Kawhi led them on, flying back and forth to Canada, thinking that he was actually interested. LeBron would be the guy in Toronto. LeBron would have the supporting cast Toronto. And I'm going to tell you this right now. If LeBron was in Toronto, they would easily be my pick for Eastern Conference Finals. Easily. 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 Not even close. So yeah, Toronto Raptors. You need a guy that could take you over the top. You need a guy. Here's the pitch right now. You need a guy that could take you over the top. Fred Van Fleet ain't the guy. Pascal Siakam ain't the guy. Scotty Barnes isn't the guy yet. LeBron James can give you two years in a team that can actually compete. Matt, you laugh. You say, it's Toronto, LOL. But if LeBron is on the Toronto Raptors, they would run circles around the Los Angeles Lakers. They would run circles around the Los Angeles Lakers. That's just, I rest rest my case with that. It's a fun fit, but I think
5: he's either going to be a Laker, a Cav, or a Warrior.
1: I'm afraid. But Malik, it was weird. It was really weird. But it makes sense. That is an untapped market. He would own the country. He would own, own the country of Canada. He would be the man responsible for growing the NBA out to Canada. Him and Drake in would be insane. Insane.
4: <laughs> insane. insane. And, and the thing is, they contend, too. But I have, I have another I have another fit for you. X Let's, getting off LeBron. Getting, getting off LeBron for a second. Okay. Toronto Raptors, hear me out. Because, like, you're probably not going to grab LeBron. I'm just throwing it out there because I think LeBron James would be a great It's fun. fun. I have a name for you, though. And I'm about to get really, really serious with you right now. No BS. Toronto Raptors, do whatever it takes. Acquire Shea Gilius Alexander. Oh, my God. Before you laugh, before you say anything, Shea is from Canada. He would literally... Bring a chip. Probably could, could probably bring a chip to the city. I'm not. I'm sadly, he's
5: not leaving. Sadly,
4: Nobody, nobody's trying to hear. That. Nobody wants to be in OKC. Okay Nobody wants to be in. He city.
5: signed. He signed a contract why that's kicking in next he year. He signed
4: a contract. He, he knows. Know,
5: he knows full. And guys aren't doing any contract. Your
4: your GM is more. Your GM is more more interested in in in, 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 in tanking every single year than. Then why would he week? pay him in the contract? Graders. I have no why idea. Why would he give him the contract? No idea. You have to ask him that, not me. <laughs> what? That's Sam Presty, right? Yeah, Sam Presky,
5: yeah. the one yeah. Leggo
4: raved about. That's fine. That's fine. But at the end of the day, I think Shea Gilius Alexander going back home to Canada, playing for the Raptors, ridiculous. Sadly,
5: sadly, it's a dream.
4: I'll tell you funny, funny one. Something funny, guys. I started the NBA 2K uh, GM, my GM mode, and I actually won a championship. I brought Shea and Jamal Murray to the Raptors. Didn't even realize Jamal Murray was from Canada either. That's crazy, right? I don't know. I'm just, I'm just spitballing here, but listen, I think I think people need to start. I, I know they say people don't like to go through customs and stuff like that when they have to play for the Raptors, but I think people got to start. I think if you if I'm a big time superstar in the NBA and I'm thinking about my next team to go to, man, why not, man? Why not the Raptors? Like Kyrie's a free agent. I know he's already saying I'm going to sign back with Brooklyn, but
5: Kyrie can't. Kyrie can't go to the Raptors. Why? He's he's unvaccinated
4: and Toronto uh, doesn't allow uh, unvaccinated players. Never mind, there, Kyrie. Um, uh, but, uh, I don't know who else is a big time for, I just, I think, I think the Raptors are a big time superstar away. Kawhi Leonard screwed them over. If Kawhi would have just stayed with the Raptors, man. They might've three-peated. They, they, yeah, that Raptors team is so good. So good. I'm sorry. I, I was watching them against the Miami Heat the other night and I just saw Fred Van Fleet brick. He was, he was, I think he, he broke the uh, Raptors record for the most three-pointers in a game. And then the two most important threes he bricked. The two most important yeah, and play. the
5: thing with the Raptors is, like, it's been an unattractive market in the past because it's Canada. But, like, I don't really see that as that, like, like passing borders might be a pain. But, like, if you're the team, you're going to get by quick. Like, you're going to do, mm-hmm. like, you can handle normal people's stuff. But, like, they also have the best GM in the NBA as well, in Masai Ujiri, who's going to surround you with the talent you need. And is great at identifying talent um, that's not in the lottery. Like his first lottery pick in a while was Scotty Barnes. And I mean, that was, and then like every single other one of his picks was late lottery no, not late first round, second round. He just finds gems. So, I mean, if, if, if a star wants to go there, it's a great location. Agreed.
1: All right. Do you guys want to move on to our next topic? That was a long, long LeBron talk, but he's the we want to shift our gears to the NBA playoffs because unfortunately uh, LeBron, the Los Angeles Lakers are not a part of that this year. Uh, But Pranav, I'm going to let you kick things off here because you are our special guest and I want to, you know, give you that courtesy. Give me some sleeper NBA playoff teams as we head into this last week of the regular season.
5: So, I mean, I've been hyping them up a little bit and I've kind of, I'm not like going to crazy hype them up like I did in the summer, but I think the Minnesota Timberwolves who are the current seven seed um, can, I'm not going to say, they're not going to beat the Memphis Grizzlies in the first round, but they, they're going to give them some fits like, no, Um, for sure. I mean, earlier this year they played each other and they split the series two, two John Morant's worst games this season came against the Minnesota Timberwolves. They have the length and, um, the perimeter defenders who can counter John Morant with guys like Jaden McDaniel, guys like Jared Vanderbilt, guys like Patrick Beverly, who will force the ball out of his hands and make the other guys go to work. And they have guys who close out quick and a little bit like Cats' defense is a concern, especially when he's playing at the level of the screen and he's not great in drop either. But I think when you have such great help around him that you could kind of just force John Morant into a tough matchup and maybe you could steal a game or two in that series. And then another team I'm kind of, Another team is the Toronto Raptors like we mentioned Pascal Siakam is playing all NBA bas- level basketball this year and they who are, they're the current 5th seed um these top 4 changes every day who's the 4th yeah, seed right now 76 I mean they can beat them
0: why not
5: I mean, that, they have great perimeter defense. They have great interior defense, and they have shooting. And, I mean, with a guy like James Harden, who's clearly seen a decline and burst and how much he can conserve himself in a seven-game series possibly, I mean, you can give him fits. And they've had the counter— they don't have the same personnel to counter Joel Embiid, but they had the same defensive scheme. And Nick Nurse is a guy who loves to cancel out star players— and take them out of the series and make the other guys code to work. And it's worked in the past. We saw that box and one he ran against Steph in the 2019 finals. We saw him completely try to take out Jason Tatum in the series against um, the Celtics a couple of years ago. I mean, he's a great defensive coach. And I think that the Raptors could be a bad matchup for really any team they face. So those are two teams that I think are
4: not with Fred Van Fleet. Fred VanVleet's a solid defender. When he lost get it. the hell out of here, Fred. Listen, they the Raptors ain't gonna be ain't gonna be able to do anything until they get a real superstar. I'm just, Stop. I'm just. You don't think
0: they can win a Stop. playoff series? I think
4: Stop. they, have two. they can the get 76ers. two.
0: They could beat the 76ers. They could beat the 76ers.
5: What about not? the what about the Heat? Because
4: they the can Heat definitely beat the Heat. The Heat, they can't beat the Heat. They can't beat the heat. The they, not, just, heat? They, just, they, just, they just lost to the heat without Jimmy Butler, Gabe Vincent. That's a regular and, and, game. And, and, and I don't give a damn. It was it was it was it was seating on the line. It was it was important. It was still an important game for them to win. And they still lost at home. No, so if they, they lose can't.
0: that game, that means they can't win in no, the final. I don't think they can. I don't think they can. I don't think they can. I don't think they can beat I don't them. I don't see a reason why they can't. Like, okay. like, I think that all around. I mean, you got you got a head coach's been there, as Pernov said and the team all around like my biggest issue is in crunch time they don't have that go to that's going to be their issue and that's probably what's going to what kill did them. i just say <laughs> yes what did i just
4: literally just say but
0: we're talking about sleeper teams like 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 i'm not saying they're the favorites i'm saying they'll prob- like they're probably going to lose but they have a chance right now they're the 7th they have the 7th best odds even though they're the 5th seed like they're not supposed to do anything but why not and I, I also want to touch like, on I a little like bit, I mean,
5: I think I think we addressed how big of a failure the Lakers are, and because of that, we're not talking about the fact that the Nets could flip to the nine seed and fall below the Atlanta Hawks. That's a possibility. I mean, the thing with the Brooklyn Nets is KD is going off for 55 points and they're still losing games. I mean, their supporting cast is not great either. Um, I mean, Kyrie's situation is cleared up, but I mean... He was. he's not been playing as great as he can recently. He scored 42 last night. But, I mean, he was in a bit of a slump before that game. I mean, the dependability of the Brooklyn Nets surrounding stars, I trust Kyrie, and I trust KD. But, I mean, the other guys, Patty Mills hasn't been the reliable force that we expected him to be. Joe Harris, I mean, he's been wait, injured. Who, wait, we...
4: Who we we didn't expect? You thought you could just literally slide that in there really quickly. Patty, you M- Patty Mills
5: is a really good shooter. Yeah, you I like. You said
4: those, you said Patty Mills is going to be a reliable force. When was when the last time Patty shooter. Mills was a reliable force? For, everyone
5: it's expected right. him to be in the six man of the year conversation heading into the oh, season, brother. Hey, <laughs> he, he's
3: Mills
5: a reliable.
2: guy for the Australian national
1: team. Did you say that? <laughs> he's great
3: for the Australian national
2: team. <laughs>
5: they play, manager, so uh, well, and I mean if they're and, and I mean the last sleeper team I can mention is the Dallas Mavericks but I don't think they're much of a sleeper I mean um they're a top four seed in the they're top four seed in the west I mean they're gonna have home court advantage they're probably gonna go against the Utah Jazz um and I mean you you guys know the state of that perimeter defense I mean they have no one out there Um, Donovan Mitchell, Jordan Clarkson, they're committing crimes on defense and that's going to be, that's going to be just barbecue chicken for Luka Doncic and that Mavs offense. So, yeah, I mean, that team's going to win the first round.
1: Caleb, I want to let you hop in with, with a sleeper team here. Um, so I guess if
2: we're going to go seeding, uh, out in the West, uh, the Denver Nuggets, I think they're a six seed, uh, having Jamal Murray, Jamal Murray come back is, is really going to help. They've still played at a high level without him but um, bringing him back with um, if you want to set seating aside because I, I i don't think they're necessarily favorites to win this title. i i really like the boston celtics and how they've played the last two months um and, and pretty much anything is possible when you have jason tatum and uh and uh throwing a blank probably uh, around playing is, is a playing so um i don't know if they're a favorite being a two seed or a sleeper being a two seed, but uh, I could definitely see them coming out of the East and being the surprise team in the finals
4: this year. Did anybody else get any sleeper teams they want to throw in the throw in the pool? I don't know if the anybody pool. said this. What the Memphis Grizzlies already said? I mean, they're the two seed. So. I don't give a damn. I think everybody thinks the Memphis Grizzlies are going to go to the playoffs and lose. I think that's what people think, and I'm here to tell you right now that ain't gonna happen. I think the Memphis the Grizzlies pool. beat. Yeah. And I think the honestly, I'm, I'm say right now the Memphis Grizzlies are my pick to come out the West. I mean, even I'm without Tom O'Reilly. I, mean, really 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 I, said, I I said I could see
5: oh,
2: it. because right. oh, wow, saw it. the Suns sitting four guys and, and beating the Suns the way they did. I I think yeah, they have yeah, they,
4: been I, awesome
1: even with that they can job. i right? so, I'm
4: so deep. deep. I'm very afraid. I am very, very afraid for the Suns to figure out what would happen if the Suns don't get to the championship this year. What would happen? Yeah. What would that do psychologically to that team after having one of the most dominant NBA seasons in? Devin Booker being Pranav's MVP. I'm kidding. He's not Pranav's MVP, but Devin Booker definitely having a stellar season and people like Ethan thinking he should be the MVP. Uh, yeah. I'm really, really curious what that would do because I have a funny feeling the Suns are going to be a big letdown in the playoffs. I don't I, know. So I, got a feeling.
5: so, I mean, I when fully healthy, I've said from the start of the season that the Warriors are my pick to win the West. And I think that the Suns are kind of reminding me of the 2016 Warriors where – They're trying to get that franchise record um, for the total wins. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, they're taxing these players late in the season. And they've kind of slipped up a little bit as of recently. Mm -hmm. Um, I know they dropped that winner's work workout video. And they've gone on a slight skid. Um, I mean, it was close against the Warriors without Steph. They lost to the Grizzlies without jaw and five starters. They lost to OKC, albeit Devin Booker didn't play. Jay Crowder didn't play. But, I mean, the rest of the guys did play. And that's a team you're expecting to be the championship supporting cast. And I, I mean,
4: since, 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 since we're apologizing, let me just say this way. I want to also apologize to, to Pranav because Pranav told me something a long, long time ago. And I didn't believe him. Pranav, you were right, man. This is just me just apologizing to you and making up for my past sins. Pranav said to me a long time ago, guys, um, Draymond Green is the engine to the Warriors. Because I was saying that the Warriors should trade Draymond a while ago. Oh, really? And he said Draymond is the engine to the Warriors. When Draymond is off the court, the Warriors look like a completely different team. It's crazy to me. Um, like that, That's Forty-four why we like- look like Steph Curry. He looked like Steph Curry with Draymond on the court. He looked like Steph Curry. Dr- Jordan Poole was hitting some. Um, did you guys see what Jordan Poole was doing to the Suns? Yes. It was insane. It dead. It dead. It dead serious. Looked like we got thrown back in time with the, with the Swaz Brothers. And our only thing, only problem was Clay Thompson wasn't necessarily holding up his end of the bargain. And during, down down the stretch, on the clutch moments, but it was insane to me. And I said, "Yo, Draymond's doing this. Draymond's the one dishing it out to Jordan Poole." Yeah. You know. It was just insane. Sorry. I just the thing to- with Draymond,
5: yeah, the thing with Draymond is like he's not a great offensive player anymore. I mean, you could even consider him like an offensive negative because he cannot score the ball. He cannot. Right. But I mean, and he's not really creating anything, but he's probably the best exploitative passer in the league. He's right. great at finding open cutters. He's great at fitting the ball in tight windows. And he's great at getting the ball in his playmaker's hands. And I mean, Every team needs a guy like that. Imagine if the Lakers had a guy like that, Malik, a guy who would just get the ball in LeBron's hands when he's cutting to the rim, and then you and then you factor in that he's a top three defender in the league. I mean, he's incredible. I mean, I I am not a big Draymond fan personality wise. I mean, he he kind of ended my franchise a little bit in 2016. <laughs> um, but I would always defend what that guy brings on the basketball court because he, he's he's him.
4: Extreme value, extreme value. Mm-hmm.
1: Defensive anchor again. They run this this system where a lot of the time they're getting um, him basically at the nail. They're getting Draymond at the nail. He's exploiting the defense. And I know they run that system with some of the big mans uh, that I play with. Sometimes that's me uh, playing that role. Malik, you've seen you've seen the film. I'm a little bit I'm like a Draymond Green as as the uh, scouts would say, right?
4: <laughs> I think you I think you just disrespected yourself. I think you're a little bit more like Christoph Brzezingis. Okay. You just haven't reached your potential yet, right. scoring wise. But, we'll get there. I'm uh, gonna, but you're, you're going you're going through Rice training right's basketball training camp and you're gonna yeah. become a legal shooter next year.
1: Uh but before we head over to the UFC, I want to get everybody's quick early finals predictions before the NBA playoff starts. Dash, why don't you start us off with this one?
3: I mean, I'm still going Suns Bucks. Um, um, that's my final dream for this year. So I think that they're the two best teams right now, and yeah, Suns potentially lose it, but I think at least Bucks for my team, pretty for sure. Uh, pr- I'm pretty sure about that one. So we'll see what the Western Grizzlies can see, but I think the Suns are going to be uh, taking it. I think the Bucks actually win again.
2: So, Caleb. Uh, I'm going to go a little outside of the box here, um, and I'm going to put the two sleeper teams. I'm going to give uh, the Memphis Grizzlies, like Malik said, and then Boston, Boston um, out of the East uh, just a little different and uh, probably won't happen, but we'll see.
1: Get Rob Williams back. Pranav.
5: In twenty nine in twenty eighteen, I picked a Golden State Boston Finals. In twenty nineteen, I picked a Golden State Boston Finals. And it, I'm doing it this year. Golden State Boston is gonna be the finals matchup. And I go Warriors in six.
0: Daniel. Give me the Suns. The Suns, I, I think they're the the, the the far and away the best team in the West. And I'll also go with the Boston Celtics. I, I, I think Celtics, it's gonna be tough without Rob Williams at first series, but if they get Rob Williams back, Tate and Brown, I think it's their year. So I am going to say I'm gonna say those two Suns versus Celtics. Don't know who's gonna win yet, but that's that's my finals matchup.
5: And it's huge that they have a top two seed so that Williams could recover.
0: Exactly. Right.
1: Because he's that. Robert Williams is an X factor on that team. He is the he's the rim protector. They'll constantly have him lurking around the rim. He's got some They're not though. beating
5: the Bucks without him.
1: I agree. I, I would agree with that. If they don't have Rob Williams, they won't beat the Bucks. Uh But Malik, go ahead.
4: I'm going to go to Grizzlies versus the Miami Heat. Mm. Grizzlies I like- versus Miami Heat. I, I, listen, I just don't think that – listen, I'd, I'd, like to, I'd, I'd like to be a homer. I'd like to sit up here and be a homer and pick the Celtics, like some of our fellow Celtics fans, but I'm not going mm. to do that. I'm gonna be real with you. I just don't think the Celtics are gonna be able to do anything until Robert, uh, you know, without Robert Williams. I really don't think so. And I think that it's fool's gold to think he's gonna be able to make a recovery that quickly. I just don't. I just don't see it.
1: For me, I want to go with two teams that I'm actually gonna go with the Heat coming out of the East here, and I'm gonna spice things up and go with the Denver Nuggets. It's a it's a risky pick. It's,
4: yeah, you know, you're wrong on that one. They ain't coming out. No, 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 no,
1: no. Yeah, yeah.
4: Out the West. Right
1: now, Will Barton is the second leading guy in terms of minutes on that team. They don't have anybody outside of Jokic averaging more than fifteen points per game, but you know, maybe just hope for a Jamal Murray return, hope for a little but, magic. Probably won't happen, but I like the uh the sleeper aspect of it. I didn't really get to talk about the sleeper teams so I want to throw the nuggets in there as a six seed.
5: Didn't uh, they say like, didn't, they, didn't they say Murray's like not close to recovering or is that MPJ? Might
4: that's MPJ. said
1: Jamal Murray's ramping up for a return. MPJ had
4: uh, had a had a, a setback. Yeah. Okay.
1: But moving on to the UFC, uh, we have two topics here. What's at stake for Peter Jan? I, sorry, I know he's Russian. And I might have uh, mispronounced his name <laughs> here. Uh, <laughs> it, it, give me some slack. Uh, facing Sterling. This is a rematch. Uh, Sterling won by disqualification last time they were out. And Jan was actually winning that bout, if I'm not mistaken. But Dash, I want to let you uh, let let you lead things off here.
3: Yeah, I mean, I think
1: that Peter Jan... What's at stake for him is obviously the, the unified belt. and I mean he's been talking a
3: lot of smack ever since the first matchup. Um, he's been saying, I mean he's been saying a lot, right? I'm not going to repeat exactly what he's been saying, but he's been he's been not too kind to Aldo since then, um, he doesn't think Aldo has a chance. And I mean, be frank, now the odds, I think like it's it's pretty bad for
0: uh, it's a
3: pretty bad line right now. I would definitely think Peter Yan is favored by a lot, and I mean. I don't know, I think to me, Aljo is the one with more proof uh, in, this, in, in this fight, right? Like, Aljo has, he was he blamed some of his performance on external factors. right? After the, last, after the last fight, he said, oh, I didn't eat before the fight, that was why I did so bad, right? So if he comes in and he looks just as bad this time around, what's that going to say about him? I mean, I think that, well, I don't think he really stands a good chance. I think that he just needs to own up. Um, But, yeah, I, I don't know.
1: Uh, it's definitely going to be uh, an interesting one. Daniel, weigh in on this rematch.
0: Oh, man. I, I have a lot to say. I mean, the, you know, the question is what is at stake? I think everything's at stake. I, I, I mean, like, look, If first off, he's probably going to win, right? He was dominating Aljo in the first fight, you know, won by disqualification. But if he loses this fight, I don't think he gets another title shot for maybe two. He'll definitely have to fight someone else. Cause I see Jose Aldo, you know, coming in, he deserves a shot. He'll have to fight somebody else before the belt, but him and TJ Dillashaw, I think both of them deserve a shot if Peter Yon were to lose this fight. So what's that, you know, if he were to win this fight, okay. Then you can look at the last one and say he was probably going to win that. He's the deserved champ, but if he loses this, that means, you know, he lost two straight fights and Aldo or, 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 or Dillashaw is going to get a chance. So this is uh, a really important fight for him and i think he'll win this pretty pretty confidently caleb you have any thoughts um i i think
2: it's uh it obviously is an important fight losing two in a row is a big deal and, and not getting another shot at the belt is an issue um but i think this fight means more to sterling than it does peter young um he Won this, won this, won the last fight with basically a disqualification, and he was losing almost the entire fight. Um, if if he loses this, what the only thing that that means is that he really never deserved that belt in the first place, and it just hurts his legacy in the long run. Um, it, it doesn't. It it just means that it really wasn't his belt to begin with, and he should have never won in the first place. So I, I think if he loses this, it really hurts his
1: legacy in the long run. Malik, that's a bold take that, that making there, you know, saying Sterling didn't deserve it in the first place. I know the, uh, I read up that Jan was winning on two scorecards, I believe 29, 28, but Sterling was up 29, 28 on another. So it was kind of pretty split at that point. So what do you think? Did Sterling, was Sterling going to end up winning that bout last? Hell no.
4: Hell no. He was getting his ass kicked all the way up (laughs) and downtown. It didn't matter. He, he, he was in, he was in there calling God. He was, he was about to be finished actually. Yeah, he's about to get finished. He's on the ground. Whatever, whatever referee had him winning has probably should never referee a fight again. Uh Jan was absolutely dog walking. Sterling had that boy when like I mean Sterling was our he was gassed he was tired he was stumbling over himself he didn't know if he was in Timbuktu or if he was in um fight island Abu Dhabi. The fact of the matter is, Peter Jan is gonna win. Peter Jan's gonna win. I heard some people say oh it means more to Aljamain Sterling. No it don't. Aljamain Sterling ain't no champ. Aljamain Sterling ain't no champion, and he's sorry for that much, and it sucks because I used to like Aljamain Sterling, but the fact that he's milked this this long is insane. I mean, it was this fight was already supposed to happen before, and then he 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 had to have a shoulder surgery, then he had a, he had to call out with an undisclosed injury. So it sounds like Aljamain Sterling has been milking this up. He's been trying to just appreciate his last 15 minutes of fame because he know that belt is about to come off of his shoulders and he's not the champion. He ain't no champion. He didn't win the fight last time. He got disqualified. Pederson got disqualified because he got bad advice from his cornerman. Algermain Sterling is no UFC champion. He's not even UFC champion caliber. So uh, the fact of the matter is he's going to lose. PD going to win and PD going to go on to bigger and better things. It just sucks that it's taken a year this long for for this fight to actually happen. Yeah. So the fact of the matter is listen. Pederson going to destroy him. And he's probably going to finish him. It's probably going to be bad.
1: Yeah. Our right, next UFC topic: We got Kansat Chiam- <laughs> If I bought <laughs> his Chim- name, Chimahev, okay. Versus Gilbert Burns. This is Gilbert Burns for second right now. This is Chimahev's first shot at a big dog ranked opponent, and he actually comes in as the betting favorite, which I know Gilbert Burns was a little upset with throughout the week. But Daniel, why don't you start us off with this one?
0: I- I don't know how the hell Gilbert... I, I mean, I could see, you know, he's a fighter, he's a man, and obviously you want to be the favorite, but I, listen, Chamayev is going to... He's the favorite for a reason. He, I think he's a minus 800 favorite. Chemaev's going to put the world on notice, right? And for the UFC fans, you know, in-depth, hardcore UFC fans already are on to Chemaev. You know, okay, this dude's going to be legit. The world still doesn't know about Chemaev. No one really knows how good this guy's going to be. You know, the the... The, as you would call it, you know, the, what is it? The basic UFC fan. They just, oh, it's another name. No, he's going to put the world on notice in this fight. And this is his first, you know, true test. I think he dominates him. And I don't think it's going to be close. I just think that Chimaev's on a whole nother level and his trajectory has gone through the roof. He gets this. I think he gets a title. I, I think he, he'll have... The big enough growth you know on social media, big enough brand awareness because of how quickly he's grown. And I think he'll deserve a title. And I think Daniel will give him that title shot if if Uzman
4: wants to smash fight, if smash. Wants to fight him. Smash. smash.
1: Uh Dash, I want to ask you here, what are the keys to victory for Gilbert Birds? Because obviously coming in as the underdog, despite being ranked higher, and a lot of people right. are on you know on Daniel's side with this one. So what are some of those keys to victory?
4: Right
3: yeah uh hope that comes out uh trips and falls and stumbles his way into getting knocked out i don't know there there's not i i don't see any way that gilbert burns wins this fight to be honest um and i just don't get smashed like that's that's your best bet and hope it hope it works out but i don't think it does i mean mm-hmm. like yeah, ufc 267 comes out picked up a, a ranked fighter walked him over right in front of dana white was holding him, carrying him in the middle of a UFC fight, pointed at him, started talking to him, and then just boom, smashed him. Didn't even get hit one time in that fight, I believe. Or maybe he got hit twice or something. It was ridiculous, right? Gilbert Burns doesn't have a chance. This is gonna be this is gonna be what's gonna earn him the title shot, though. I agree with Daniel, I think that uh next up is a title shot against Usman. And I, I wouldn't be surprised to see Usman run from the smoke. I don't know. I mean, hey, we, we've heard like little whispers. I think he's come out and said like, oh, give me enough money. I'll go fight Logan Paul in a celebrity boxing match. Like, I don't know. I don't know. To me, it seems like he may he may feel like something's coming in the welterweight division. And he's not really a fan of what what it is. So I think he's a little bit scared of comes out coming up to the ranks. And I think he should be. So, yeah, I, this is going to be a, a great fight, but it's going to be a short one.
2: So we'll see. Caleb, while well, you get your thoughts, and we'll go to Malik for the final thoughts. Um, I mean, yeah, I agree with Daniel. You got an up-and-coming star in UFC, and uh, if, if he wins this fight, I think Dana White is going to give him that opportunity um, if Uzma wants it. Um, I saw, I was talking with Ted, actually, our UFC guy at TWSN, and he was uh, talking about – or sent me an interview um, with Khamzat, and he was talking about if he wins this fight, would he want to fight Colby Covington? Um, and he he said he would. Um, Kobe Covington is, it doesn't seem like he wants to fight him. He seems like he's more worried about Dustin Poirier. So I, I don't think it happens, but so that's, so that's why I think I, they give him that title shot.
4: Malik, go ahead. What I'm about to say right now isn't a prediction. It's a spoiler. And it's going to go a little bit like this. Kamzat Shamayev, listen, is the next welterweight champion in the UFC. If you don't think he's got Kamaru Usman's attention, why is Kamaru Usman training with Gilbert Burns? Because Kamaru Usman don't want that smoke. Let me tell you what's gonna happen, going to happen, though. Kamza Shumayev is going to destroy Gilbert Burns. So bad, I think Gilbert Burns is going to move back down to lightweight. Because the fact of the matter is, he's really just a heavy lightweight. That's really what he is. He's going to go back to lightweight after this fight. Because he's going to get dominated so bad. And it's going to be inside the first round, too. Um, I think... Kamzat Shamayev is going to beat him whichever way he'd like. If he wants to knock him out, he will. Dude, This, this is a guy that got dropped by Usman. No offense to Usman. Don't got Kamzat Shamayev power. I could also see a scenario on which Kamzat Shamayev just absolutely just bludgeons him in the first round. Be a ground and bound. Or submits him. These things could happen. Also, things that we've seen happen to Gilbert Burns in his career. It's not like Gilbert Burns is some dog. He's not. Um, what I think is going to happen, though. Right. Because we, I think we all are in agreement, Kamzat Shamayev is going to win this fight if your name is not Michael Daly. Um, Kamzat Shamayev is going to win this fight. Kamar Usman is then going to fight Leon Edwards. Kamar Usman is going to beat Leon Edwards, and Kamar Usman is going to retire. Kamar Usman has no interest in fighting Kamzat Shamayev, which is why in several interviews he said, I kind of like the way Habib went out on his own terms, not having to worry about anybody. He's laying the tea leaves. It's not that difficult, guys. Kamzat Shemaev is going to be Gilbert Burns. Kamar Usman is going to be Leon Edwards. Kamar Usman is going to retire. He's going to do what he's doing right now, becoming a color commentator slash UFC analyst for the promotion. The welterweight championship will be up for grabs. We will get Colby Covington versus Kamzat Shemaev in the fall for the welterweight championship, in which you will see Kamzat Shemaev beat the living hell out of Colby Covington, and Kamzat Shemaev will then become the welterweight champion of the UFC. We will never see Kamzat Shemaev versus Kamar Usman, as sadly as that is for me to say. Uh, Kamar Usman is a very, very smart man. He has, uh, you know, he's got to where he's gotten to by being smart in his career. Um, he understands the challenge that Kamzat Shumayev brings. And if it ain't Kamzat Shumayev, which it is going to be Kamzat is it's Rashkot Sh- Shavkat Rachmanov, who's coming up through the wealth, UFC welterweight ranks. The fact of the matter is... Kamaru's 35 years old. Don't expect him to stay on top forever. You can't expect him to stay on top forever. He wants to go out as champion because the fact of the matter is, his days are numbered as UFC welterweight champion. He's going to ride off in the sunset after he beats Leon Edwards, claiming that he lapped the division while never having to go through some of the comers in the division. And it's a very, very smart strategy. I'll tell you this though, after Colby Covington and, Kamzat Chimaev good through the spat. A name you want to watch for in the welterweight division that I think is going to be for an interesting fight. Kamzat's still going to win the fight. Sean Brady versus Kamzat have in early 2023 for the welterweight championship. Boom.
1: All right, that's going to wrap it up for today's show. It was long show today. We got again, we had the full crew. We had tons to talk about. It's like opposite of last week. Last week was um, wasn't wasn't a lot, but this week jam packed show. It was a lot of fun. We're going to be back next Wednesday, same time, same place as always. But that's it for me. That's it for our crew. See you guys next week.
0: Giannis downhill slams
1: it home. Pressure again.